Killer Frogs, we are proud to have our first Killer Frogs Cafe here today. And in keeping with our theme of first, we've got the first coach of the TCU beach volleyball team, Eric Peterson. Eric, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you so much for you know taking the time to come out and talk to us. Oh, my pleasure. You know, a couple of years ago, we heard rumors that uh, TCU was going to offer another woman's sport. And everybody, myself included, was thinking, finally, we're going to get softball. <laughs> and then on... Um, on January 2nd, 2014, Del Conte announces that beach volleyball is coming to town. And we all go, beach volleyball? Where did that come from? We don't have any beaches around here. So, but doing a little research, we've come to find out it's the fastest growing sport in the NCAA right that now. And correct. I think you said there's 40 schools. I, I want to say we're in the 40s at the Division One level, and we're just over 60 when we go Division One, Two, Three, Junior College, NAIA as okay. well. Well, that's, that's exciting. So you are one of the first in Texas. You're certainly the first in the Big 12. That is correct. And yes. so we're, we're the guinea pigs. The guinea pigs all the way around. <laughs> so that's really interesting. Uh, so tell me a little bit. You've got, you, you played a, a season last year. I think uh, you had eight games or eight matches that you played. Yep, that's correct. Uh, the NCAA minimum was uh, eight matches. I think we ended up playing nine matches in 11 days uh, over our spring break last year. We took the indoor team. We trained for about two and a half, three weeks. Um, of course, we had our eight, uh, or excuse me, our, our late February ice storm uh, that we, we had to deal with for a little bit last year. But uh, we, we made the best of it. We went out to Arizona, played, let me say, four matches in Arizona, and then continued out to California and, and finished out the spring break trip and then came back and the, the inaugural beach season was done. The inaugural beach season, but this now this is the first year that it's been sanctioned as the championship sport, though. Is that correct? correct. Yes. In so the, the the 2016 NCAA championship will be the first ever beach volleyball championship. the The first four years it was sponsored by the ABCA, which is the American Volleyball Coaches Association. Um, again, like you mentioned, it's you know the fastest growing sport in NCAA history. We went from an emerging sport to an NCAA championship in four years. Wow, which is pretty unheard of. There are a lot of other programs that have been on the emerging sports list for, you know, 10, 15, 20 plus years, and they're still there. Um, you know, we were fortunate, uh, I think in the past few quads, the, the success that the U.S. has had at the Olympic level in beach volleyball has really helped springboard us um, and really kind of push us to the forefront is one of those sports that everybody's, you know, it's a hot topic. Everybody likes to play it. Everybody enjoys watching it. So we're, we're pretty lucky to be the first ones, especially here in Texas. Absolutely. It looks like it's a lot of fun. I mean, I've watched it on television and, you know, I'm one of those guys that doesn't like to get all sandy. So you have to get over that if you're playing beach volleyball. But, oh, without uh, a doubt. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it looks like it's a blast to play. And I always think of the uh, uh, Top Gun when oh, of uh, course. Yeah, the guys playing beach <laughs> I, I volleyball. I think that's an iconic uh, movie scene for just about anybody that's involved in the beach volleyball community. Yeah. And we still all kind of laugh and joke or, uh, about it. You know, there will be top gun themed tournaments that people will go play in and you know jeans and aviators and find some old dog tags it's 
So you have it's it? something that I don't think our sport's ever going to outgrow. And every team's got a nice man on a slider, right? So, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, you've got now, I know Coach Kramer said there would be some crossover players, some playing indoor volleyball. Correct. And, but you've only got, what, three of those on your roster right we now? We do have and, three, um, one of which is a graduating senior, Blair Pickens, who has completed her indoor eligibility, so she's with us full-time. And then the two other are – Jillian Burgesson and Sarita Michaels, who are both juniors mm -hmm. eligibility-wise for indoor. So they're right now training with us. Um, it's about 50-50 right now, okay. indoor and beach. They're going to, as we continue on further into our season, they're going to go more full-time beach for us. And then, obviously, they have a whole other season to go back and compete indoor next fall. Okay. Uh, for, for the indoor program. Interesting. So what do you look for? This isn't exactly a recruiting hotbed for for beach volleyball, or at least it may be for indoor, but I think uh, there are a couple of local programs or clubs are, that are, are some beach uh, clubs. Again, probably one of the first, as well as the biggest clubs uh, for beach volleyball at the juniors level is located here in the Metroplex up in Coppell. Right. Uh, you know, and that's um, 692. They started, maybe they were on the forefront. They, they kind of saw the opportunity uh, and recognized that this was a growing sport. And as we continue to evolve and as we continue to move forward, this was something that is going to need to be done because, again, you know, there weren't really a lot of people that were out there offering, you know, beach volleyball training as of yet. There were a lot of indoor coaches who took their teams out to a beach court, but it's, it's a very different game. You know, there's, there's similar skills, but the game itself is very different. The strategy is very different. A lot of, you know, the coaching cues and things are almost almost the opposite of what you're hearing on the indoor side. So, you know, they did a really good job of, of jumping out and, and kind of leading the charge as far as, hey, let's get this going. Let's get the kids involved. Let's, you know, spread the love of the game uh, and show these kids out that, you know, there's more out there than just the indoor side of it. Well, that's interesting. And as you mentioned strategy now and, and being somebody that knows zero about volleyball other than it involves a ball and a net and a couple <laughs> of players on the court or sand. What kind of strategy do you play? I mean, is there a, in football? I know they play like an up, up tempo or a, a ground-based running attack or attack or, um, you know, what uh, what kind of uh, offense or defense do you? Um, I mean, there's a lot of different things that you sort of take into consideration, and with our sport and even how the NCAA has implemented the the scoring as well as the match format, you're going to see different strategies on different teams throughout you know the different flights that they're in you might have you know your number one and your number two doubles that will have a different strategy when they go out and compete than versus the number fours and fives um, you know we have lots of things to take into consideration we have the elements the wind the sun uh, you know there's temperature you never know I mean some days we're playing and it's beautiful like it is today you know 65 and sunny some days it's going to be 38 and probably cold and miserable yeah um it's it's a different game as far as you know the the tempo's much different. There's only two of us that are covering the whole court versus the six. Um, you know our margin for error is obviously a little bit bigger. We don't kind of have the backup that everybody has uh, on the indoor side. If we shank a pass or if we have a a contact that's a little bit out of system on the indoor side for a beach team, it's significantly out of system. Um, you know, so we talk a lot about you know how do we keep ourselves in system how do we take an out of system ball and correct that and put us in a good position to be an effective offensive team um you know how do we keep balls in play and then in turn how do we 
defend against somebody who may be in system versus how they're out of system? Okay. Um, you know, do we do a little show and take on defense? Do we kind of funnel them into something pretty specific? Um, a lot of it, you know, strategy-wise too, we, we watch a lot of the other teams and see what they like to do. And then we force them to do something different. Okay. All right. Take let's, them out of their game yeah, a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you like hitting this shot, let's let's defend that shot and, and make you do something else. Okay. You know, we don't want if you're gonna beat us, you're gonna have to do something you don't want to do. Okay. Now how many scholarships do you have to give every year? Um a fully funded program will be six scholarships. Six scholarships. And that's a, an equivalency sport similar to baseball, soccer, um, you know, any of those. So we'll have those six scholarships to split up between, you know, the athletes that are competing for us. So if you get uh, if you get a really superior athlete once coming, they might get a full scholarship? They might, yeah. Um, but again, you know, for us trying to build a as, as competitive a program as possible. You have to parcel you know, them out as you can. We do have to yeah. try to spread them out and, you know, put the best team forward. Sure. Um, you know, we have some some great players out there. Obviously, TCU is a great athletic program. You know, we, we have a championship culture here. Um, right. You know, with, with football, with baseball, with tennis, and with all these teams that have been around and have done so well, you know, we've got big shoes to fill. Yeah, you know, We're not just a new sport. We're, we're a new sport who is building a championship mentality with our student athletes and, you know, with the way we train them and with the way we approach practices every single day. Okay. So, so what do you look for in an athlete when you go out to recruit them? Right now, I think I'm looking for pieces that we don't have yet. You know, and I think as we continue to evolve, it's always going to be what's going to take us to that next level. Our sport is very different from indoor. We don't have the 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", just behemoth athletes. I think last year's in the 2015 class, the top recruit from high school was a 5'10". Player, um, so we look for all-around athleticism. We look for people that can move quickly in the sand. You know, the sand is the great equalizer. You can take a six-four kid who will just absolutely crush you indoor, and you get him out there in the sand. And moving from point A to point B is not exactly what it used to be. Um, you know, so you look for the kids who can move well, uh, who have good court vision, who can react well in different types of situations, whether. You know, they're out of system, how well do they set the ball? If they have an out of system set, how well do they attack? Um, you know, do they see what the defense is doing? Uh, I, I think one of the things that we work on a lot too is serving. A lot of times, how aggressively can we serve to get another team in a position to where they're not comfortable scoring anymore? So, um, you know, all things, you know, all things considered, it's, it's a lot, it's a fun little chemistry set, that's for sure. Yeah, it looks like it. It looks like it. So you've got, uh, I guess, two tournaments here in Fort Worth this Correct. year? Correct, yeah. We're, we're lucky enough to host two home events this year, which uh, is pretty fortunate, I'm finding, uh, especially as a first-year uh, hosting program. You know, there's a lot of programs that have been around for three or four years that they they only host once, if that. Wow. You know, right now the, the season takes place over eight weeks, you know, with 60 teams. Everybody's trying to host as much as they can. Sure, um, sure. So for us to, to get in on the front end and, and get two under our belt this first year, we're really lucky, really fortunate, really excited. Well, I've been fun to watch as I work out over at the rec center, the, the course being constructed. Yeah. It looks like they're ready to go now. They are. They're up and going. They uh, they We got back from our winter break, and we started up you know January, I think, 12th. So that Tuesday, right after we got back, we were out there and we were, we were going, you know, full speed. That old brown sand that was there before has now got that nice white sand. It's the nice white sand. Um, you know, we had a, we had quite the 
the process of going through and finding sand and, and just getting the correct type of sand to create a pretty competitive environment. You know, I think that's one of those fun challenges, especially here, you know, in the Texas area is how do yeah. you find that type of sand that, that's going to create a challenging environment. You know, we don't want it to be easy to play in. We want it to be really deep. Uh, you know, we want people to kind of have that feeling after walking from one side to the other, like, oh my gosh, that is not easy at all. Um, you know, getting getting teams in who sometimes might train on a little bit packed sand, uh, you know, a little bit easier to jump out of. We're trying to take that as far away as possible. We're trying to make this as tough a place to pay as possible. Um, and then, you know, on the flip side, if we go on the road, if our sand is deeper, it, it helps us out as well because we're jumping higher, we're moving faster. So it, it's, it's again, it's a fun little you know, mad scientist experiment. Well, absolutely, because I've never <laughs> given any thought to, you know, in, 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 let's say in baseball or in football particularly, <clears throat> of course, different types of grass grow better in different parts of the country, uh -huh, but here correct. they select the grass that will withhold the heat. But also, you know, it's people react differently, move differently on different types of grass. And those you go up in the northwest where you have more bluegrass and fescue type uh, hybrids, those tend to hold a little water, a little more water than the the, or the grasses here, and they're a little slipperier. So, taking different types of sand, I mean, to me, sand has always been sand, but now to hear that there's different types of sand. Oh, I mean, and there's, I mean, that's you. <laughs> you're blowing you, my you mind here. You can't even imagine the the different just sand studies that we had and the contractors went through and, and the studies that were provided and the microscopic analysis of the granule particles and the filtration rates. And it's, you're, you're talking like each type of sand we went probably had like a 15 page like data report on it. Oh it my was, gosh. It was, I found out more about sand than I think I had ever even imagined I would know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you just don't go down to Home Depot and pick up a 50-pound sack of sand? No. no. Okay. No. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so tell me about the fight at the fort. It's coming up here in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Or next month? Oh, the fight at the fort. That's going to be a fun one. Um, we have uh, at that one. That's our, our March tournament. That one is going to be Florida State. Houston Baptist and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Wow. Um, Florida State is a, a pretty well-established program. They, again, were one of the first initial ones to, to really get after it um, and sit, jump in and say, hey, we're going to be a, you know, we're going to be an NCAA program. So they started in, I want to say, 2011, 2012, and they were on the, you know, like I said, the very leading edge of it. And, you know, they're a pretty established program. They have a great tradition. Obviously, you know, the, the beach volleyball in Florida is very, very strong. And, you know, they do a really, really good, good job recruiting. And, you know, they, they just had a, a coaching staff change as well. And, and she's done an excellent job there with just kind of getting in and, and you know, re-energizing the culture and, and kind of getting them back up to um, kind of, you know, just that fighting form, if you will. Uh, and then we also have the opportunity to host Houston Baptist and, and Texas A&M Corpus Christi, who are, again, like ourselves, two other, you know, first-year programs here in the state of Texas. So it'll be a nice opportunity to kind of go out and, you know, clash and, and just sort of see where everybody is. I yeah. Think that's yeah. kind of all we can do right now is see what we can do to sort of, you know, maybe possibly separate ourselves um, and, you know, just go out and just get after it and, and work hard and play hard and 
see what happens. Well, the good thing about this year, everybody starts with a clean sheet of paper. That's and right. He's got something to build on here. Well, Eric, thank you so much. This is interesting. Frog fans, let's get out there and support this new program. Uh, when is the fight at the fourth? That's uh, March 19th and 20th. March Saturday, 19th Sunday. and 20th. Yep. Should be a fun weekend of beach baseball, or beach baseball, beach uh, <laughs> beach volleyball, and you can fit in some baseball in the evenings too. That's so right. That'd be, that'd be it's going to be watch. a great spring here on campus. All right, sounds like it. Eric, thank you so much. Thank you. All right.